Today, every day, small cap investors visit Agoracom knowing this is the day to discover the world's next great company, to have their dreams come true. That's why I take to the open road, to find them, to tell their stories, to engage them, to bring them to life, because they want to connect with you from your office, your phone, your home, anywhere. Agoracom, find your dream. Welcome to Beyond the Press Release from Dr. Gorecom, in which we take the time to speak with small cap executives right after big news. And that's an understatement what we have today. With us again, Peter Pascali, President CEO of Pyrogenesis Canada, trades on the Venture Exchange on the stock symbol PYR for our friends in the US, PYRNF, and for our friends in Europe on Frankfurt under 8PY. Now, this is normally where I go into a bit of a description about how Pyrogenesis is a multiple TSX Venture 50 company with all sorts of great applications, success around the world. But I'm just going to summarize it today as in Pyrogenesis, for those of you who knew the story, is a kick-ass technology company. I'm going to let this headline do the talking. Here it is. Pyrogenesis announces final signature towards $20 million contract. Uh, disclosed last June, $6.4 million payment expected within two to four weeks. Peter, that's a biggie. Welcome back to the show. Thank you very much, George. Really glad to be here. Really hey, glad to I, be here today. To share this news that you've been waiting for. <laughs> everyone's been, everyone's been waiting for it. And it comes while you're fighting the flu. So thanks yeah. for being here while you're fighting the flu. Yeah, yeah. I'm excited. I'm fighting the flu. Uh, it's been a grueling couple of weeks, a grueling couple of months. And I just got off the plane too. So I'm suffering a bit of jet lag still. Uh, but I'm here. I'm here for you, George. Yeah, and everyone's waiting. We've already seen online say, where's the interview? So before we get into some of the details of the deal, how happy are you guys right now as a company? How happy are you as a leader of the company to have something of this magnitude, you know, get finalized, get done? Well, uh, George, it means a lot to the company. It means a lot to the industry. I mean, we're extremely excited. Uh, the draw strike technology is our technology, correct? And it's had such resonance. And it was the winner of a highly competitive bid, apparently. So, uh so it does a lot for the it does a lot for the technology and the credibility of the technology and the currency in the technology, and the team behind it is just it's just amazing. It's just amazing what we've done in the past. Uh, well, I can't remember now. Eighteen months, two years, we've been dealing with Dross, right? That's fast. Yeah. That's fast. Yeah, we've been hitting. You know, we we, we sold one uh, at, at a certain price, and then we sold it to the same client at a higher price, and we sold two, and now we had this opportunity uh, to led our technology to Russia International to do it also in Saudi. So very excited, very, very excited here. Let's put the deal to, let's, let's take a look at the deal numbers. $20 million in 12 months. Yep. Plus $2.5 million a year for the next two years. Plus approximately, you don't know yet, but you're thinking about $2.5 million a year for the next 18 years. I add that up, 20 plus five plus 45, that's a $70 million deal over 20 years. Yeah, I'd, be, um, I'd be cautious about the last 18 years. There are revenues there and, 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 and profits, obviously, but I'd be cautious about it. We are targeting to continue the 2.5 for the 18 years. I think there's a high probability of that being done. Right. That, but that is not the, the service is locked in, but the profit margin is not. For, I mean, the profit margin is, but the base is not. So, um, 
not to go into too many details, but yes, sure, it's, it's huge. Even if it's just a first year concert. Yeah, it's just a massive deal. Yeah. I want to ask you actually, and I, I like the fact that you said that about the 18 years, because I, I was actually going to ask you that. The end user, you know, how confident are you that they're going to be around for 18 years? So potentially, you know, seeing this money come in the door every year. Oh, what can you tell us about the size of the end user? No, no, the, the end user, uh, I think Drosser International uh, gave the details of the end users and who they are and what they are. They're very significant in the industry. So I'm, I'm very confident that they're going to be around uh, in 18. I don't know if I'm going to be around in 18 years, George, but <laughs> they will definitely be around in 18 years. And so will Pyrogenesis. Let me put this in the financial perspective and see if I've got this right also. Your revenues as a company, 2018, and I'm rounding, by the way, for everyone, I'm just rounding. You know, 2018, $5 million. 2017, 7.2. The year before that, 5.2. The year before that, 6.2. So over the last four years, you've done about $24 million in revenue. Is this the beginning of Pyrogenesis now going to the next level? Um, I think we're already there at the next level. Uh, I've been hinting at it for uh, several months. Uh, remember, George, we also have other deals in the background. And, uh, you know, the U.S. Navy deal, which we've been talking about for a lot longer that's than you right. Uh, but that, that, that's in the U.S. Navy's hands. But that, that's going forward. That transaction is going forward. Um, and we also have our relationship with Open and Duval, which uh, has been moving steadily. So, yes, if you're going to talk about some sort of next level, I think we're there already. Uh, I think with this news release, we've proven it. And, um, yeah, yeah I, think, I, think, I think we're at that next level, George, yes. And I think the market was waiting for that. We know that you had talked about this. You, you had and as a, as a good leader, as a good CEO, you wanted your shareholders to know that there was a deal that was most likely going to happen. Yeah. You don't want to just spring it on them and all of a sudden they had sold a couple of weeks before. So, well, yeah, yeah, exactly, George. I think there's, you know, there's a responsibility uh, to not overexcite the marketplace. But when there's something that you feel that I feel has a good potential of concluding, I believe we owe it to our investor base to say, listen, there's something out there. We think it's got a probability high enough that we think it should be press released and it's significant enough. Now, if you want to buy or sell um, based on that, fine, no problem. But I'd hate it as an investor to have supported a company and to find out, you know, after I sold that it was, it was a done deal. That would, that would irritate me. Yep. No, so now we all know it's draw strike because the one thing you couldn't yeah. tell us when you first when you first telegraphed it to the market is we didn't know what industry it was correct and uh it would have been reasonable for some people to assume 3d printing because that was seemed to be the side that's really leading the company but now that we know it's the yeah. draw strike division is there an argument to be made in fact i think it's made but you know you're the ceo not me that the draw strike division is also potential a potential spin out into its own separate company you could say that i mean uh, it's a possible spin out if you if you're looking at a credible a, pre, a credible mass that would allow it to spin off and 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 live on its own so to speak and get its own attention yeah i guess i guess that would be a a, a logical conclusion from the recent press release that it is now a, definitely a candidate for that consideration at our by our board and I guess while we're just on the topic, because I want to still keep talking about draw strike, but yeah. uh, I guess this only further supports the argument for a spin out of the 3D, potentially a spin out for the draw strike and then uplisting. So is it safe to say that that initiative that you announced earlier this year is probably even 
um, more of a certainty? Not that it's a certainty, but it's even more likely to happen as a result of something like this? Well, yes. Yeah, so the, the, the news of this uh, uh, event is, is fresh. Uh, the impact to the company is not yet fully understood by the marketplace. I mean, we've only been trading a number of like less than four hours after the news release. Of course, and of course. there are some people out there that I get a sense uh, have put certain numbers together or come to a logical conclusion. Uh, but generally speaking, the marketplace doesn't really understand the, um, the impact that has on the company. Uh, and I, it's definitely not reflected in the stock price yet, but it's, uh, it's not, and when it does, then we can look at different, different avenues to spin out. Yes. I want to talk about, so going back to the draw strike yeah. as to, you know, so, so when I first read it, I said, okay, that's amazing. But is this, you know, is this a one-off or just a good one-off deal? And, and if it was amazing, but then your quote, I want to, I want to ask you about that. You say, um, our technology has now been accepted by some of the leading primary smelters in the industry. We believe this news will have, so there's two parts I want to ask you, a profound effect in the marketplace, which will lead to many increase. Let's talk about that first. So is this deal, because a lot of us, let's face it, we don't know, you know, the dross right space and who's watching. So if, it sounds like you're telling us that everybody in the industry is going to take note of this. Uh, and you're expecting phone, you know, the phone to start ringing. Um, is this the beginning of something really big when it comes to, to the draw strike division? So I, let me choose my words very carefully here, George, and I have to for many different reasons. Um, so let's look at it from purely the draw strike technology perspective. The draw strike technology was adopted in this particular transaction uh, that draw strike international was involved in. Uh, it was a highly competitive bidding process. It was one of the largest contracts put out to bid and everybody and anybody that had a process to, pro, uh, a process to, to deal with dross was there. And given the number of systems involved, they sharpened their pencil and they're very competitive. And everyone knew this was out in the marketplace and the dross right technology won it. So this bodes well for us at Pyrogenesis who are selling to the rest of the world, the dross right process. And um, it obviously will accelerate discussions because there's a level of credibility one gets for a technology that beats out all other technologies and is adopted by a very sophisticated end user, a very knowledgeable end user in a highly competitive bidding process. So by default, the draw strike technology overnight has gone to another level of credibility. So all the discussions that we're involved in are accelerating. We've got new interest as a result of it. It's going to now, this news is gonna resonate uh, on, on the blogs, the industrial publications. It's gonna be highlighted in, 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 in industry, industry magazines. And, and so, yes, from a draw strike technology perspective, the value has increased significantly. And, and, um, you already, and you already talked about accelerate discussions already taking place. You can understand how there's a, there's a number of concerns uh, from the other side of the table uh, in the discussions I alluded to there. Uh, one, uh, well, the concern is if they want, can they get in the, you know, can they get in the production line kind of thing? You know, where, where, where do we stand? And the second one is, um, 
is, is accelerates any, any concern they may have with the technology as being a young technology. Or alleviates, not, acceler not accelerates, alleviates any concern they might have about the technology. As a result, accelerates the discussion because that is now right. that box is being ticked off. Let's go on to procurement, so to speak. Right. So, what? So, so, so dross rate, this is just the beginning. I think dross rate is, is now, we got to that step we wanted to get to. And it's now, uh, I, I think that you're going to hear a lot more uh, news items with respect to closed deals on dross rate in the near future. Am I right to assume, though, that this seems like to have been like a, a, a like a mega deal within the draw right space, or is this the typical no, deal size no. you might be chasing going down no, the road no. now that you got this no. new image? Uh, I have to be careful. It's 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 it's, a, it's I think one of the largest, if not the largest, that I know that have come to market to deal with draws like this. Uh, so um, uh, these are not the typical deals. You typically don't have seven systems bought at once. Uh, you know, no matter how big you are, you usually have a plant uh, smelter, you know, that needs a system or is up for a new system or up for bid. All your smelters, even if you have 14, 15, 16 smelters under you, they don't call, come all up for, for uh, right. a bit at the same time. So it's a very unusual situation. And which is why it was highly competitive because everybody was there. It was once in a lifetime kind of opportunity. Well, that says a lot then about yeah. acquire the technology period, right? Exactly. Uh, you can you can talk all you want and you can show all the all the technical specs you want, but until somebody pays you and a big customer pays you and something like this, you know you don't know where you stand. And now we know where you stand. So yeah. congratulations on that part. You also said, and I, I found this curious. So I want to no, ask you. I really hate it when people remind me what I said. But go ahead. <laughs> um, the Japanese. I'm going to read. So uh, pardon me that we. The yeah. Japanese trading house tolling partner is not involved in this particular transaction. I find that very curious that you bring up, you know, because that was a that was a big announcement. This is a conglomerate, a five billion dollar, you know, a five billion dollar revenue conglomerate here. So if if they weren't involved in this, what is the status of the Japanese tolling partner and how does this win even accelerate their idea of your partnership going forward? Well, first of all, technically, uh, this is not a tolling arrangement. So it would be outside the bailiff. It's actually a, a sale of systems. Okay, so that's one thing. Uh, second of all, um, discussions in this particular bidding process uh, took place, started to be considered before the Japanese trading partner came on board. So it was outside of the, the discussions we kept it outside discussions, although they're fully understand and fully informed. Uh, the, the discussions are, tr or the, uh, the, the relationship with our Japanese trading company is continuing uh, and developing at a slower pace than maybe we would want, but it's developing. And, uh, but we're, 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 we're proceeding to do our own thing in Dross right until such time as we have something to announce with our, tr with our trading partner. Uh, the reason I wanted to put that in the press release because I wanted to make sure that people understood it was separate and not to drag their name into, into this transaction because we're, it, doesn't, it's not, it doesn't belong there. But more importantly, uh, I didn't want anybody to think that there was any sharing of revenues here or profits or responsibilities. So, and, I, and I'm glad you said that because the next question I've got for you, and this just nicely dovetails in, is Drossright International. They're the U.S. company that issued the press release 
with the specific details about the end user. So what is the status of Drawstrike International? This a, is this a division? Is this a subsidiary? Uh, because they have an exclusive, it looks like, for the Middle East and Northern Africa, like almost like a MENA kind of exclusive. A couple of people had questions. What's the status of DIs in relation to uh, Pyro? Uh, very, very, uh, very good question, George. Uh, basically, Drawstrike International has, is out there is a, a private US-based uh, entity. Uh, what I want to make clear is it's a US entity and it has not related to us at all in terms of being a joint venture or a spin-off or something to that effect. And what I also want to make clear is all the systems are made in the US. Uh, it'll be clear down the road why we had to do it this way. But for the moment, if people look at the draw strike uh, press release economics, and they look at the pyrogenesis economics, it'll be a lot more clear as what, to, what, to what's happening. And I just have to leave it at that right now, George. And last question for you. You mentioned in the press release that two board members are departing. Did that have anything to do with this transaction or is this, a, is, this a house cleaning, is this a house cleaning item? No, no, not even a house cleaning, uh, George. I mean, it would have been better to do it in the summer. Uh, they agreed to stay on longer until we found the, uh, you know, good replacements. And we did, and the timing just happened to be this. In fact, these two particular board members, I mean, every board member uh, was 100% behind this transaction, have signed all the resolutions. There was no, nobody uh, was on the side uh, with a negative vote on any of this transaction. Right. Everybody was on the side. We're all very excited, including them. Uh, it just, you know, the timing, maybe we could have picked it a little bit better. Uh, but, you know, we had two, two gentlemen that wanted to come on board. And, uh, and, 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 and these gentlemen stayed on longer than I think they wanted to. And I thank them for staying so long. Right. We, um, we, we want to expand our board number and membership to a larger number. We're going to do it later on. We decided not to await to, uh, to, to the summer, I think. But I, uh, Pyrogenesis is expanding the board. Uh, and uh, I, when I say improving the board membership, it has nothing to do with those that left, you know, absolutely nothing. No, but the company's growing up, so you're bringing even even right. higher caliber. Yeah, of course, and that our, happens. And in all our, our board members that left, our shareholders, I think they're very happy and very proud of the board members we put on because it helps them and their stock as well. Hey, if you need another Greek board member, you know, I nominate, <laughs> I nominate me. Yeah. Okay. No, I like where you are there. I don't want to have questions like this on the board. <laughs> Last thing you need is me around the sitting across the board uh, across the board table. So yeah. that's it for the questions. What's you know. Ended up on, an, on another great note because we always end off these interviews on a great note. What does the rest of the year look like? Because this has been a phenomenal year for the company. And there's still more to call. Like you brought up earlier, we've almost forgotten about the U.S. Navy yeah. contracts are expected to come in. What more yeah. can you do and what does everyone have to look forward to uh, for I the remainder of 2019? We're just going to shut the doors to Christmas and come back in January 1st and start again. No, absolutely not. Uh, there's a, a tsunami of... of, of, uh, of uh, interesting things that are happening uh, at Pyrogenesis. We've alluded to quite a few of them in our, not alluded, we actually speak directly to them in our sure. press releases. Uh, some take longer to mature than others, but everything is going well, George. Uh, I, I, I can't talk here to anything that I haven't press release about what's gonna happen between now and, and December 31st. Of course, of course. But, uh, given the recent history of Pyrogenesis, I don't think that you're gonna have three months of silence. Well, and look, you're, you've delivered, you've delivered for a long time, but 2019, you know, has, has really, has really been your pinnacle 
And I want to congratulate you and the entire team because obviously it's a team effort. But today, you know, this is this is a big one in terms of the credibility yep. of the company going to the next level. You've always had great credibility. You're multiple TSX Venture 50 company on the 3D printing side. You've been nominated Materials Company of the Year twice by the 3D Printing Engineering Awards. I mean, it's a and, and you've got the U.S. You know, you got the U.S. Department of Defense buying your product for aircraft in your technology for aircraft carriers. But it's unbelievable you've done this year. Congratulations on this, on closing this out, and looking forward to having you back in to discuss the next one, Peter. Thank you very much, George. Pleasure to be here again. Look forward to the next time we talk. And uh, if I had to guess, it would probably be nine days from now. It seems <laughs> like you're always coming up with something, yeah, you know, yeah. faster, faster <laughs> we can keep up. But uh, no, for sure. Everyone at home, you've been watching Peter Pascali, President CEO of Pyrogenesis Canada, trades on the TSX Venture Exchange on the stock symbol. PYR in the US, PYRNF, and in Europe, 8PY on the Frankfurt. Yep. I wish I could add more color, but the press release speaks for itself. The headline speaks for itself. What Peter said today speaks for itself. Do your due diligence. And for those of you who are already shareholders, thanks for being a part of the ride so far. We look forward to an even greater ride going forward. Have a great day, everyone. Talk to you soon. All the best.